This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast, and I want to welcome you and tell you that I am very glad to be here with you today. Our topic is integrity. Integrity. So when you think of the word integrity, what what do you think of? Do you think about someone who has strong moral principles? That's what integrity means. It's it's basically the, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, of being morally upright. Morally upright. I think that is definitely a goal of most people that I know would be to be morally upright. Um, and I think that's a great goal to have because without being morally upright, we can be easily strayed and, you know, just sort of move around like the wind instead of having a good focus. Uh, why is integrity important? So, so let me just, Integrity means to me that not only are you morally upright, but there's a consistency about you. So the things that you do, you do regardless of who's watching. The things that you do, you do with, with other people, for example, and how you communicate or deal with them. You do you treat people all equally and with respect, right? People of integrity um, are kind and generous people to everyone, not just to people they like or people they know or people who are like them, right? It's the idea of having the integrity to be morally upright no matter what the situation is going on around you. And I think that is so important because oftentimes we find ourselves being swayed, maybe being swayed by what other people think or what other people have done. And we think, well, we can go ahead and do those things as well. Or yeah, maybe they have a point and maybe we don't have to be so morally upright. Why? Why do we need to be morally upright? Well, if we say that we're Christian and we say that we believe in God, then we need to follow his way, right? And obviously, you know, God gave us the Ten Commandments. And I think that's certainly the beginning of integrity. Um, but it's more than that. It's it's more than that. Integrity is very much um, either a part of you or not a part of you. So people of integrity, uh, for example, are very honest, I think. And for many people, honesty is one of those things that's a non-negotiable in life, right? So lying is wrong. It's just wrong. We, we don't lie. We don't do it. It's unacceptable when people lie to us. And I think that's why when we think about people of integrity, we think also someone that can be relied on right? Someone who is going to do what they say they're going to do, unless there is some overwhelming reason why they cannot do it. 
So integrity shows our internal character, our internal strength of our stuff, right? The stuff that's inside of us that really makes us who we are. Um, so what does God say? So in, in Psalm 101, verse 6, it says this about integrity. I look to the faithful of the land to sit at my side. Whoever follows the way of integrity is the one to enter my service. So there's two pieces to this, right? It's the, the first part of the verse. I look to the faithful of the land to sit at my side. And I think, I want to sit at God's side. I do. Not right now. Um, I'll wait till I die and eventually make it to heaven. But I want to be part of that faithful to sit at God's side. And then the second part where it mentions integrity says, whoever follows the way of integrity is the one to enter my service. And think about that. So service and integrity, because I think they're very much connected. Uh, following the way of integrity is the one to enter my service. If you, if you look at that piece and think about people you know who serve, they are often people who have a lot of integrity. They are people who have a strong moral compass that leads them to have great integrity, right? Because integrity and, and, and morality um, really are connected. You cannot be an immoral person and have integrity. It just doesn't work, right? Uh, and, and that's something actually that, that it says in Proverbs, in Proverbs, Proverbs 14.32, the wicked are overthrown by their wickedness, but the just find a refuge in their integrity. And sometimes having integrity can be a lonely place, right? You know, when, think about maybe when you were a teenager and you were going to do the right thing and all of your friends were going off and doing the not right thing, doing the wrong thing, and, and whatever that may have been. Um, and so you were being just, you were finding refuge in your integrity, but maybe it didn't feel so good at that moment in time, even though ultimately you knew it was the right way to behave and the right thing to do. Um, because sometimes having integrity can be a lonely place or that place of really, you're going to tell us that what we're doing is wrong. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you know, people maybe at work or even among your family and friends, and they're all going in a certain direction in a conversation or in a decision that they're making. And you kind of step back and you say, wait a minute, is, is that really the right thing? Is that really the, the best choice to make? I've been in that situation. And typically when I'm, when I do that and I, you know, it's all, it's very uncomfortable, right? To be the person who says, wait, have we thought this through? Is that really the best option? Um, it's, it's a little bit lonely. It's a little bit uncomfortable. But then people kind of go, oh, stop. Don't be so naive. Everybody does this. It's not a big deal. And, you know, again, going back to when you're, when you're a teenager, that's a thing that we think is going to end when we're a teenager. I remember hearing about peer pressure when I was a teenager and thinking, oh, well, when I'm an adult, I won't have to deal with peer pressure. 
Well, not really true, is it? Because in a workplace, especially among family and friends, really all in all of life, there's always that peer pressure. Because when you step up and step out, then it can cause one of two reactions, right? Or maybe there's three reactions. Um, one could be, oh, stop, you're just being so naive. It's not really a big deal, right? So people saying to you, don't be so silly, you know, let's not even go there. Or sometimes people get angry with you. And I think that often when people get angry because of things that I've said, not necessarily to them directly, but just like in sort of, like I said, in a general conversation where you're having a discussion at work or among family, people get angry because you hit a nerve and you inadvertently are calling them on something about themselves that they know is not right, that they know they're not doing the right thing, but they don't want to admit it. So sometimes people get angry with you because you unknowingly call them on their behavior without even really meaning to it, to do that. And I think that says, again, something more something about them than it does about you um, when they get angry like that. And the other thing is, another option sometimes is that people then will try to poke holes in your integrity. And again, I think that's for that same reason is because people of very strong integrity of strong moral character can often make other people uncomfortable. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think sometimes when we're uncomfortable around people who are, have high moral standards and are very, have a lot of integrity, I think we realize that we have work to do within ourselves. And that's okay. You know, having to do work is not a bad thing, right? I mean, God is constantly calling us to conversion. It's not a one and done. I don't think any of us could could handle it if God took care of all of our imperfections, all of our issues, as we might like to say, all of the, the troubles we have in one fell swoop. I think we would be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually exhausted for a long time if God just cleaned us out and made us into the people that he calls us to be in one fell swoop. So conversions happen slowly. As we grow, we realize, oh, let me get rid of that little bit that's not really good. And, and let me get rid of this little piece that I don't like and that's not serving me or God. And so all of those things, right? All of those things that we have these small conversions over and over again. And I think that's how in, our integrity grows. Our integrity grows when we make the commitment to doing the hard stuff. When we make the commitment to standing up for what's right, even when it's not popular. And it also means, in my opinion, really having a consistency. So if, if it's wrong for me, it's wrong for you, right? That idea that, well, I don't want to impose on people. I'm going to let them make their own choices and decisions. Um, 
if things are morally wrong for you, they're most likely morally wrong for other people as well. It's, I, I don't think I can think of one thing that is morally wrong that would be okay for some people. And maybe there is, and I'm just not finding it at this moment. It's possible, uh, but I don't think so. Um, so uh, other, other quotes from scripture that really, really struck me. Um, again, so, so far it's, I look to the faithful of the land to sit at my side. Whoever follows the way of integrity is the one to enter my service. Again, I, I want that eventually, right? To live with God in heaven. And then this other from Proverbs, the wicked are overthrown by their wickedness, but the just find a refuge in their integrity. It, it just, this other one also um, strikes me. Psalm 37 Verse 37, observe the person of integrity and mark the upright because there is a future for a man of peace. Think about that. What kind of people are you attracted to? People who are always living in, in high drama, oftentimes generated of their own accord, or people who have you know, a sense of peace, who have something to offer us in terms of their presence that fills us rather than sucks the life out of us, right? <laughs> and so we want to look at these people of, of integrity and that person is going to have a future because that person has peace. And that peace does not come from the world. It comes from God. And, you know, I don't talk a lot about the pandemic that we're in right now, because I find it unbelievably frustrating and complicated, and I, I don't, I don't know enough about it. But what I have observed is that there's a lot of a lack of peace going on in people because there's so much confusion. And what we have to remember is that we are called always to be people of integrity, you know, to know where we stand. And to stand in that truth and to have a consistency about us. Again, you know, I'm not one way with my church friends and one way at the grocery store or with my work friends. I am who I am. And that's how we are called to live. We are called to live as people of integrity, right? To, to have that internal moral compass, that strength, that fortitude to live as God is calling us to live. And so really, um, that is, when I think about integrity, I just think that it has so, so many repercussions when we are not people of integrity, that really the call on our life is to be strong people of integrity and to hold on to the promises that God has given us about integrity and to know which speak to us. Um, so for our Not Lukewarm Challenge this week, I'm going to list a couple of verses, and a couple I've already said, um, in the show notes. And I'm going to uh, ask you to choose the one that strikes you, to write it on a, a little note card or a post-it note or something, and put it somewhere where you, where you can see it and pray with it, and just reflect on it during the week. 
what does it mean to be a person of integrity? So take that verse and then reflect on what does it mean to be a person of integrity that God is calling us to be. I hope you have a great week and I hope that you will do me a great favor uh, and leave me a review wherever it is you listen to this podcast. Have a great week and don't forget to always live not lukewarm. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.